0: Hey, what's up everyone? This is Carlita and I'm at 2014's Nam show with Brianna Kennedy. What's going on today, Brianna?
1: Hello! I'm excited and I'm ready to eat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're hungry?
1: Yes, I've been here all day.
0: Yeah, I know. It was, it's definitely been a long day. So, is this your first NAM?
1: This is actually not. This is my second. I performed uh, back in 2012 for the Tech Awards for Pete Townsend's Lifetime Achievement Award. And it was actually in the same stage that we're interviewing right now and uh, it was incredible. Nice. Yeah. So how did that come about? Um, actually, uh, as manager found my videos on YouTube and uh, we had corresponding friends and um, I got a call um, at a point in my life that a lot of crazy stuff was happening so it was a release and uh, literally day 2 of uh, hearing about it we walked into rehearsal we rehearsed, day 3 was the show and we just rocked it out as best as we could <laughs> and it was awesome.
0: Nice, nice. So you're originally from
1: Salt Lake City? I am, um, yes, yeah. born and not so much raised, half raised. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I moved to Orange County when I was 13. My dad moved to this out here for music and uh, I went back and forth. So I've lived there and California. Both, both. Okay.
0: Can you remember your first musical memory?
1: Oh yeah. Um, my dad had a studio in his back room that he spent his whole life developing. And uh, I was in my diapers and my dad told me not to touch because he had just set up a rig and I went in there and everything was on. And I just, I fell in love with the piano and I just played forever and my dad videotaped me because he thought it was the cutest thing. And, uh, And then moving to LA and playing the House of Blues when I was 15 also was probably two of the most influential parts, yeah.
0: So what was the first song that you ever wrote?
1: Oh, first song I ever wrote was called Memories, and I was a <laughs> 13-year-old girl um, who had just got broken up with a, a boy. I won't name his name. I'll only say that he broke my heart. <laughs> it was super deep. It was super deep. So I wrote it, and my dad produced it, and uh, and we were like, hey, hey, this is going to work. And then we went on from there. Nice.
0: Yeah. So you have a single out Thank that you. is getting to radio play?
1: Yes. It's called Why Can't I Love You? And, uh It's very exciting. Somebody heard it and uh, asked for it to play again and again and again. And and I'm very excited about it.
0: So I know you're going to be moving to Nashville. So explain the difference between L.A. and Nashville in terms of the music scenes.
1: Oh man, I can definitely say they both have music scenes and they both are completely different. In the fact that uh, L.A. um, has so much history in in pop and, and rock. Um, But Nashville has been such a country scene and now they're uh, exceptionally thankful for soul and pop artists as well coming in. So they're trying to mesh everything with rock and soul and bluegrass and pop. Um, So over there it's really popping right now as far as creativity because everybody's collaborating. Whereas in LA things are kind of just as they are and the artists are who they are and um, it's just new and fresh in Nashville right now which is really exciting. Yeah. Here.
0: So, what was the first song that you heard that you were like, "This is amazing! I want to sound like this person."
1: Man, all right, I have two. Okay. I have "Landslide" but I uh, by Stevie Nicks, mm-hmm. and uh, that literally made me cry when I was like six years old. And um, I probably have to say "Respect" by Ruth Franklin. I sang the crap out of that song, and I couldn't believe how raw it was it wasn't even singing it just was them and that's what made me want to do what I do nice. yeah
0: so have people tried to steer you in the direction mm-hmm. of American Idol or the voice?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, of course yeah absolutely um, I have a big voice and a lot of people love that um, and when I was actually 13 I was like I absolutely want to do it. it looks exciting and it is it's a great venue for songwriters and artists that want to be exposed right, right then and now. Um, I made a decision to, to work on myself as a r- songwriter and kind of find what I wanted to say before I went out and said it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm now I'm really happy that I did that because now the songs that I have are true to me and um, they're just me. But American Idol and The Voice, I still watch all the time and I root people on all the time. Right. Yep.
0: I was reading your bio and I saw that you have worked with Rodney Jerkins yeah so how was that experience
1: <laughs> well Rodney that was it that was a quick one I had met him once before and he made me laugh and he said hey can you come in here and check out this song and sing it I said yeah so went in there he got me tea he had like a ping pong table and like video games all up in his room and we went in and said, so check this tune out and he I did wow. I sang it yeah wow that's awesome
0: that's really cool and you've also worked with Tony from No Doubt
1: Yes, I was introduced to him from a friend, Jimmy Harry A phenomenal songwriter as well And uh, Tony and him are really great friends And I went in the studio And I love No Doubt But Tony was so cool That you didn't even Like when I got in there I was like, oh my gosh Yeah, Yeah. I was just like, oh, it's Tony And he's drinking pressed juice And his daughter's super cute Mm -hmm. But that was about, you know And then when you leave the session You're like, oh my god, he's so kick-ass You know what I mean? so yeah that was incredible. Nice. Yeah. Well
0: that's cool. So when you look at your dream collaborators who would you love to collaborate with in the future?
1: Oh man that's tough. I've already worked with so many great ones. Um, man I have to say if I could ever just sing with Stevie on stage or get in a, get in a studio with her that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love Emily Sande a lot. I think she's very incredible and she's got She's got a voice that's pure, pure as gold, and it would be really nice to uh, pick her brain a minute, and John Mayer, he's fantastic. I'd love to just jam with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll play some vultures together, that'd be pretty great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a good songwriter.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah he has a funny guitar... Face though.
1: He, he's, oh yes, he does. I think there's memes about that actually. Yes. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? It's his thing, and no matter what he plays, girls, girls are like you're golden, John.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. He has that touch. He definitely has that touch. So, in terms of your music, how would you describe it?
1: God, I would have to say soul folk. I mean, I can't get away from the fact that I love to sit on my bed in my underwear <laughs> and cry and write music but that's your process that's my process yeah usually it's cup of coffee big t-shirt underwear and <laughs> just look over old photos and, and cry and Netflix um, but yeah I I love hip hop and R&B mm-hmm. as well so when we go in the studio for production it's got to have a good amount of acoustic rock and, and soul as well
0: yes. yeah well that's cool so I guess what age was it where you were like you know, I have a voice. I have this voice. I need to share it with somebody. Yeah,
1: I think it was me and Aretha brought it out of me. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were in a tiny, tiny home in, in Salt Lake City, Utah. I was at six, and my dad had a record player, and he had Aretha's Respect on there. And when it played, oh, my God, every time I was like, put it back, put it back. She spells in the song. <laughs> and I would just sing it, and I'd have my dad record me so I could listen back, and I tried to mimic everything she did, her screeches and her screams. And yeah, I think that's when I was like, ah, yeah, I could do it. And uh, of course, Pink, all listening to her first few records. I was like, this is what I want to freaking do. Yeah, absolutely. Did
0: you check out You and Me?
1: (coughs) Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That was on my top records of last year.
1: She, She will never stop. If you hear the word Pink and people don't think about the color at all, they think about pink because she is... She's her, and she set she set the, the bar to be yourself sure. in the music industry. And she's still doing it, and she's killing it. Yeah. And I love you. <laughs> yeah,
0: so that would be a dream come true. Yes. To
1: oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, Alicia would be a huge, huge honor to... Even just sit in her room and have her make me laugh because I hear she's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. She seems to be that kind of
0: person, right? That you were like, even if you didn't work with her, you would just want to hang out with her?
1: Totally. You just want to see her say something sarcastic and then just be around her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can definitely see that. So where are you going from here? So you're going to move to Nashville. Mm -hmm. What are the rest of your 2015 plans?
1: Well, 2015 is a big year for me. It was uh, a choice to head out to Nashville and move there for a little bit. Um, And I'm, you know, LA is my home. Um, And I'm going out there to work and write with new writers and collaborate with um, my publishing, Cobalt. And yeah, man, just work as much as I possibly can to get on tour in 2016.
0: Cool. So what's your definition of success?
1: Yeah, and at the end of the day, being on stage with the songs that you're most passionate about and knowing that you inspired every single person in that audience when they went home. And they were like, that was worth $30, 60 $70 to go see you. That's success. Absolutely. Leaving every day with people telling you they love you.
0: What would someone be surprised to know about you?
1: I'm a dork. <clears throat> I am a big dork. And um, as, as I have grown, I obviously enjoy getting ready and being a you know pretty girl, but I love Game of Thrones and sitting down with a beer and being mm. away from everybody else more than anything. Um, yeah, I'm just a big kind of tomboy. <laughs>
0: I think people would be surprised to know about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, let's see what else. Yeah, I'm an Aquarius.
0: <laughs> Should we just keep going on? <laughs> Yeah. Do you have, like, um, a hidden talent?
1: Uh, I can spit water through the gap in my teeth, but I can aim it precisely. <laughs> How did you learn? discover you had that talent? <clears throat> well, I hated the gap in my teeth, and when my dad would tell me he would never get it filled, I would spit water at him, but he was from a far distance, so I <laughs> had to practice that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I can juggle. I'm a really oh, good juggling. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Pretty, pretty good.
0: Alright, well thank you so much for your time today.